Welcome to another episode of the Post Game Report. I am JVB. So I want to talk about podcasting. I've talked about it plenty of times. After all, the Post Game Report is one of the oldest video game podcasts still around. And as an individual, I've been there not from day one, but I've definitely been part of the early stages of the video game podcasting community. And so... I remember listening to video game podcasts on iTunes and one of them was called Gamer Andy and he had poor audio quality but he would take a game talk about it maybe talk about some gaming news because the internet was around and so in order to find out the latest news on video games you had to browse the internet and then forums were really huge at that time so I remember I was really intrigued about the Xbox the original Xbox and so that's how I found Major Nelson Major Nelson used to have like an audio blog he would talk about basically anything every single day and then once in a while specifically when the 360 was coming around He started talking a lot about the Xbox 360. So I listened to him as often as possible. And then little by little, I started hearing more video game podcasts. And that really got to me because growing up in the Bronx, and I've talked about how I began playing Asteroids and then got involved with playing in the arcades. And my friends also were big into video games. We used to talk trash, specifically about home consoles. And the reason why we talked trash, because some people liked Tecmo Bowl. Others enjoyed Madden more. Some had the Nintendo. uh, Actually, it was the Super Nintendo. And some had the Genesis. And because Mortal Kombat 3 had blood on the Genesis and then green globs of goo, which was supposed to substitute blood for the Super Nintendo. We had arguments about that. I felt personally that the gameplay was smoother on the Super Nintendo, while my you know my other friends preferred the bloody uh, gore on the Sega Genesis. And that's as that's about as far as it got with trash talking. It was actually about the games. It wasn't about hardware specs. It wasn't about services. And it definitely wasn't about the freaking executives who run these companies. It was all about the video games. I remember one specific time, and I'm going to get back to the podcasting, I swear, where a friend of mine, he had the gold-plated Zelda game for the, the NES. He spent the entire summer... He dedicated the entire summer to finish Zelda, and he did. He was very determined, and he finished it. So those memories right there uh, really got me into podcast. It was the reason why I got into podcasting, because I started listening to podcasters talking about video games. At, at this point, you, you would hear multiple hosts, and it felt like I was listening to my friends talking about these video games. And so that's why I wanted to create my own podcast. Of course, I got involved with Podtacular first. And of course, uh, 
we had a huge community with Podtacular. Uh, I was hosting with Fumo Jive, Spellcheck, and then when Spellcheck left, it was myself and Fumo, and then we have guest hosts. And it was just so awesome to sit down and for two to three hours talk video games with people from different parts of the country. And then when I moved to Florida, I got involved with SFX 360, and that was a real live podcasting show. Like, we would set up these tournaments at various locations for Guitar Hero, fighting games, things of that sort that favored tournaments, and then the proceeds would go to charity. And then the best thing about that was that every month we would rent out this movie theater. Not the entire movie theater, but one section of the movie theater was designed. Uh, one of the theaters itself was designed for land play. So it had gaming consoles everywhere, monitors everywhere. And then for the lucky few, you had one giant movie screen uh, attached to one console. So that's where the fighting games would happen. So as people were playing, right, we would, we would rent out this room and then we would podcast in one corner. So we would take some of the people who would come in for the first time to join this event and then we would interview them, get up, get them involved in the show. And we'd have, you know, right there and then we would develop new friendships, develop new uh, followers, if you will. And they would come every month to join us. And unfortunately, like everything else, eventually that became tough for that specific movie theater to maintain that because not too many people were going there, like as much as we were. But with SFX, we would at least twice a month go to one person's house, set up the studio, and have three, four people podcasting at the same time. It was hilarious. We would make an entire evening of it. We would have dinner and then record, have amazing laughs and amazing stories to tell. So podcasting has been great and it has been great for me and that's why I still do it and then finally I created the post game report I said you know what it's time to do my own thing and so I created PGR in conjunction with talkingaboutgames.com I became the community manager and the community at TAG was awesome it was very active I was in charge of the giveaways and creating contests and so the funniest one I remember was giving away a Halo sweater. I believe it was a hoodie or something, but I gave it away to somebody in the UK and they didn't tell me, hey, we're not shipping to the UK. These, these contests aren't open to folks in the UK outside of the US. And I'm like, yeah, but we didn't, that's not written anywhere. We didn't uh, implement that, that rule. So what are we going to do? And, and they were like, no, we, we have to ship it. But this is the last time. So it was, you know, we had some growing pains. But we created a slamming website. A great community. I'm still friends with a lot of people from that community. As a matter of fact, P 
people from the site, people that I had on on PGR have gone on to work in the industry or create very, very good podcasts of their own. And so just the fact that through podcasting, I was able to attend events, make friends within the gaming industry, and then also use those skills that I learned through podcasting in real in real life. For example, when I was taking an apprenticeship uh, for elevators, people would, at the time, the people, my classmates didn't want to read out loud, but because I was so accustomed to reading uh, certain news on Potacular or PGR and talking to thousands of people via YouTube or podcasting, I would go up and I would read because it was basically, I, I had to program myself to, to think, okay, you're, re- you're talking into a microphone, speaking to thousands of people. This is no big deal. And to this day, it helps me out. Especially, here's another example. My son, he attended a very prestigious high school. I've probably said this many of times on, on the show. And because his high school is you know, one of the top high schools in all of America. People with very big wallets uh, send their kids there. Very popular people. Even Trump, one of his kids, attended uh, my son's high school. So I had to interact with parents who, who had jobs that I just didn't meaning they had six, seven-figure dollar-a-year jobs. And so these people also had nannies at a full-time basis. They had drivers. So they were accustomed to telling people what to do. A lot of these people were the big boss in their jobs or the owner. So I had to figure out like who was going to talk to me as if I was an employee and who was going to talk to me as if I was a fellow parent and who was going to talk to me just because they had to, you know, that type of thing. And that comes with experience growing up in the Bronx and learning how to how to be a survivor and learning how to read people. But because I've interviewed so many people through podcasting, all I had to do was tell myself, all right take that procedure that I did with my interviews, break down the character or the individual, and then see what they're all about as I'm breaking it down. So they would do the same thing to me because they, they are trained to do similar things that I'm talking about. So we're breaking each other down. Where do you work? Where are you from? How long your son's been, son or daughter's been in the school? Where were they before? You know, Things of that some some parents would straight up ask me, "Hey, what nationality are you?" You know, things like that, and I would just look at them, you know, answer them. But I would always look at them straight in the eye, answer them, so to let them know that I have no idea why you're asking me that, but I'm gonna answer it anyway. But just be aware that I'm on to you, and if you're gonna say something snarky, my ass is gonna freaking respond very snarky. So there are ways that, many ways, that podcasting has stuck with me and helped me in the real world. And if you're someone 
who really wants to get into podcasting and feel feels as if you know what I'm not going to be popular I'm not going to get big numbers I'm not going to get you know insider information in whatever genre of podcasting you want to do or or you want to cover whatever it is it could be storytelling it could be about arts and crafts maybe financial inform, uh financial education could be anything it doesn't have to be about about video games don't don't worry about that just find what makes you happy and then share it with people if you really really love it people will love it as well you'll you might not get a huge audience right away or you may never get a huge audience but as long as you love talking about whatever it is that you love talking about then it doesn't matter I love talking about video games it's been 14 years or whatever that I've been podcasting I really didn't start till nearly closer to 2006 so I still love it I still I've taken my breaks because you have to you have to take a break every once in a while but I don't take a break for long and I'm always thinking about new things to talk about and how to share it I'm always trying to better myself as a speaker as a presentator as an educator and so I I always say on PGR and I'm going to say this all the time uh, as long as I can remember to say it I'm here to help you learn because I feel especially around this time or these trying times with you know the shutdown and everybody being socially distant we need to we need to help each other just keep each other busy it's easy to go crazy and 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 think negatively and and have things bring you down because we're stuck at home and we're not hanging out with our friends and we're not trying new hobbies but if we can talk about it and share it with others and if one or two people who hear this decide you know what I'm gonna go into podcasting then I've done my job and then in return I hope that if you get into podcasting you reach out to people and someone who who is listening to you does the same thing and this way everyone can teach that's how colonies have su- survived with lesser technology. They taught each other. They passed it down. And, and you know, I know I'm talking a bunch of mumbo jumbo right now, but it, it's truly what I feel. And I see on Twitter that, and, it, and it's, it's the people that I follow or the, and the people that follow me, but I will post things on Twitter that is truly, and not to toot my own horn, truly beneficial to the viewer or the listener but it doesn't get any interaction only the drama gets interaction or the funny memes things of that sort and I realize it's the demographic of people that I follow because there are people also posting really good content on my feed and I try my best to retweet them or to give them a like and these people are a little more established or even way more than a little more established than I am. And they get no interaction. So it's just not me. It's just the way society is right now. It gets a little encouraging when you see someone with you know over 10,000 followers getting one like or one retweet. 
But at the same time, you realize, okay, it's just not me. But that's just the way it is right now. It's hard to stand out, especially if you're trying to be positive. It's really tough. People are drawn to the drama and the controversy. But I'm not like that, regardless of what some people might say. But anyway, I'm really hoping that somebody out there learned something new today or was encouraged by something I said. I'm not here trying to sell anything. I'm here just trying to share my knowledge because I'm an old bastard, especially for this video game stuff. I'm 48. So I consider myself, you know, like a grandfather right now because a lot of these newer shows, they're young, young people. But the one thing they can't take away from me is the history that I have with video games and podcasting. So I'm going to share that history and hopefully you guys can learn. So I am JVB. I thank you for listening. Talk to you later.